Shall we begin? This is Jackie Smith, and you are listening to Keep It Magic Radio with myself and my co-host Storm Sestivani. Spend a little time with us in the next hour to charge up your week, find new approaches to the same old issues, and smile at the ridiculousness of life. Storm and I push the spiritual status quo, and we challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone to help you take your magic to the next level. Keep It Magic Radio is sponsored by Coventry Creations, where no matter what your problem, money, love, protection, maybe a bit of motivation, we have a candle for that. Now open your mind and get ready to expand your life with Storm and Jackie. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Keep It Magic. This is our last show of the year, so enjoy it while you're listening to it. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's our last show of the year. You're not getting another one this year. It's just not happening. <laughs> so enjoy it while you're listening to it. And it's the part two of Jackie and I talking about uh, 2017. Now, before anybody writes to us and says, is that the last episode of Keep It Magic? No, it's just the last one of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Last one was 16 Just like this yes. is the first snowfall of the season But not the first snowfall of 2016 See, it's all relative Yes, yes, everything is kind of relative um, And I need a <laughs> massage I'm just <laughs> So Jackie, I have had it, it's, Before we hop into the um, um, uh, More discussion about 20 um mm-hmm. 17, um, and... What um, year are we in? I don't know. I don't know. Um, And talking about the eclipse and Jupiter and Saturn changing signs, okay, a lot of people since the election have been writing to me, um, and they're asking me, oh, we, you know, because back back in the day, you know, this was a bazillion years ago, but Mm -hmm. back in the day, like, right after Bush was elected, Jackie, I did only mundane astrology online. I did, you know, had my personal clients. But I only did mundane astrology, which is a fancy astrological term for political astrology. Um, uh, and they've been asking me to do it again, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and the reason being is that, number one, um, it's not an energy at this particular point that I want to get too deeply entrenched in. Because um, it will drive you crazy very quick. Okay, yep. one day you're fine, the next day you're another. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, number two, there's a lot of astrologers out there that are specialists in this. Just like that, there are a lot of, and I used to be a specialist in this, um, but um, it's just not my interest and my focus at this point. My interest and my focus collectively um, is to try to look at things as balanced as possible and to look at things in a way that will help people transform their lives rather than help them stay mired in political bickering, which is ultimately, at the end of the day, not going to change anything anyways. Right. Um, um, so it is how can we look at the particular images. What fascinates me, Jackie, is the imagery um, of what's going on. Um, uh, you know, if you look at it like you would a movie or uh, reading a novel, you know, what are the characters? What do these uh, characters look at like? And, um, uh, you know, unfortunately for many people, Donald Trump is a heroic figure. 
Um, and he represents, Jackie, I think, um, a side of us that wants to say these types of flippant things and um, is extremely politically correct as saying what many people are thinking but don't want to say um, and expressing a lot of values that many people don't want to express at work because it might get them fired. <laughs> um, and, and I think he's kind of a hero figure for them. Um, uh, and I think that heroic you know, Uranus and Aries, me, 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 I'm going to shake everything up, um, type of type of energy is something that, you know, um, people are attracted to, at least the Electoral College, it looks like. Um, now, that could change. There may be a miracle that happens. There's a 0.01% chance. <laughs> so, yeah, so, right. And move on, this, goes, yeah. this, this goes up after the 19th. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we might have to go, pull the show, storm! You know. <laughs> there is a, as of this recording, there is a point zero zero one percent chance of a miracle. <laughs> Keep praying. <laughs> right. Um, uh, uh, so it's going to be interesting. Um, well, and, that's, and it, to me, that, that is really indicative of the whole counterculture push that we're going to see next year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm already seeing it. I mean, there's just um, um, being mired in conspiracy theories and and fake news and all of these things that and it's all just to prove whatever counterculture point you want to. And for some and I didn't realize how much um the Donald is counterculture. The interesting thing is that before the election Jackie, there were a lot of people, myself included, okay, and I think that this was probably the case. I don't think that Donald Trump expected to win at all, period. I don't believe that 100% of the fiber of my being doesn't think that he expected to win. Mm-hmm. I do think that he expected to start a media empire, to spend four years attacking Hillary Clinton, making money. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that with every fiber of my being. Now, I did see an interesting article um, yesterday, Jackie, in which um, uh, it was titled Hillary Clinton's inauguration, inauguration Speech. And I thought it was fascinating because what the person suggested is that you know Donald Trump will be the president-elect. And um, it is basically a speechwriter that, that prepares speeches, and he wrote a speech for Hillary Clinton even though she'll never give it, but um, well, you never know. Um, anyways, the speech that he wrote involved um, Jackie, her stating Donald Trump will be our president, he is the president-elect, and that we need to um, allow him the space to be able to do what it is that he needs to do, except she's, and that he has, you know, he has been selected by the country to do it. She says, I also, and in this, and it's written like it was her, it also says, I also have a mandate because more people voted for me. And that mandate says that I need to stand up to you, and I need to keep people politically involved, and I need to keep, to keep, to keep people active in regards to um, thinking about what really matters to them so that they don't go to sleep again. And I found that fascinating, you know, mm-hmm. and it will be interesting to see if, you know, what role that she is going to play next. It It is fascinating to see that and, and the amount of people who, um, once they – came around and said, oh, no, Hillary is it, and and um, I'm going to get behind her, and I'm going to emotionally get behind her, and the amount of people who are still emotionally behind her. I mean, the Pantsuit Nation, um, which is a Facebook group um, that was supporting Hillary Clinton, is n- not only continuing to be active, it is becoming a nonprofit. Yeah. 
and and it, it's creating mission statements to make sure that um, people are treated um, with equality and and it's civil rights, watching watching out for our civil rights and and protecting people, and it's just amazing. Um, so there is that counterculture, that grassroots, mm-hmm. that is a grassroots movement behind an established political figure. Yeah. Same same thing with Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I mean, there's still the Bernieites. The, the burners. The burners. <laughs> the burners. <laughs> they, all, they all are kind of burners too. Just, I'm just saying. They're burning something. <laughs> um, and you know, hey, it's it's that Illegal is in some states. <laughs> that is a personal choice. I don't think it's you know. I got my own opinions about the whole thing. Um, I just don't want to stink like that. Yeah, I know. I I don't even like. I love the the um one of the things that you created um this past year that I think it was wonderful is the the magic wicked sprays or the wicked wickedly magic the wicked good yeah the wicked good sprays yeah. and one yeah. of them is a sage lemon combination I think is it is it sage and lemon um no the, you're thinking of the the karma cleaner the spiritual mm-hmm. cleansing it's got a little bit of lemongrass in it yeah um and there's the sage and rosemary but it doesn't stink yes. Correct. Whereas burning sage, honey, s- smells like you're in the 60s. <laughs> it's right up there for me. The smell of it is with patchouli. <laughs> and you know that I feel that patchouli smells like yeasty old unwashed balls. Um, uh, How do you really feel about yeah, that? <laughs> I haven't said that in a while, so I had to evoke the imagery <laughs> about patchouli. Um, I really don't like patchouli at all. Uh, I much prefer sandalwood, and it's a better sense for my nose. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, you, you know, I, one of the things I like about that spray, Jackie, is that you can spray it, and um, it gets, you know, it it doesn't linger. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. It, what it does, it, it actually kind of eats the scent away, which is yeah. the point of that. So, you know, Storm, after our last show, mm-hmm. I was thinking about, because um, we talked about the tarot card of the year, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about, because I have the Coventry Magic Oracle, mm-hmm. I always have to find some equality in this. So what card would I pick as the card of the year? Because these are not numbered. You may have to sit down and number them so that we can do that sometime. But actually, I picked one based on the stuff we talked about with the astrological influences. Mm-hmm. Is the heart candle? And the reason, and it's so funny because people love it or hate it, haha, <laughs> bum bum, because it's the heart candle. Yeah. And it, what's really interesting is it is an amazing protection candle for your heart and emotions. Mm-hmm. It helps you get in touch with that center, that heart center, and. Um, and it is an amazing for clearing, too. It clarifies your brain because of what's in it. It clarifies the thought process. It clears away um, grief. It clears away not as much as a grief candle, but, you know, it can it works really well with a grief candle. I just find it really interesting we kept referencing it. So let's see if, if when you talk about the eclipse and some other astrological influences, if the heart candle still stays that candle of the year. Well, it's interesting that the eclipse, Jackie, is the sign of... Leo, it's in the sign of Leo, um, and the organ that Leo rules is the heart. So I'm right. <laughs> so it, it it is pretty interesting. Let's let's actually talk about the eclipse. Um, I've got lots of charts in front of me. I even sent. Um, it's funny, and I like to do this occasionally because, uh, you know, um, one of the things I think that people um, – 
don't understand about astrology, Jackie, is that it is not just me, especially for like 2017, okay? It's not just me looking at, you know, an ephemeris and saying bing, 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 okay? Mm -hmm. It takes an enormous amount of time for me to synthesize the information and to um, distill it into something that is uh, understandable to the ordinary masses. Um, so what I did is that I sent um, Jackie um, the image, two, two images um, uh, on the eclipse. One is the actual solar eclipse, and the other is the path. Okay, now I just sent them to her on her face, no explanation, nothing, okay? Um, and then she's like, oh, well, I guess you'll talk to me about the show because I don't understand this. So then I just gave her some brief stuff, you know, like you see the red line across the one image? And Jackie goes, yeah. I said, that's where the eclipse is going to be total, okay? So everywhere, if you're, th if you're, if you're thinking about this, um, from Atlanta, Georgia, on the East Coast, if you think about Atlanta, Georgia, and over to the Georgia coast, mm -hmm. all the way over to, what would you say, Jackie, Portland, Oregon? Yeah. Around Portland, Oregon, right around there. Through that type of an arched path, just draw a l arched line, okay, um, connecting the two of them together. That is where that there is going to be the complete total eclipse that is going to occur in our country. Now, Jackie, almost the entire country is going to have at least a partial eclipse, okay? Um, from, like, um, uh, Los Angeles is going to have, um, like, 65%, 66%. Um, we're going to have, like, three-quarters, Jackie, um, of an eclipse. Mm -hmm. But the eclipse is going to be seen through our entire country, okay? Which means when you, when you go into eclipse stuff, where an eclipse event is going to occur is in our country because it's where the line is going across, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, where we can get even more precise is that you can look at eclipse events happening in, if you look at the red line on the paper, and I will put these up, by the way, on my website. Um, uh, when I post the astrology of 2017, my written version, um, which is bigger this year. Um, um, Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, Missouri, Nebraska, Wyoming, Idaho, and Oregon. All of those states there mm -hmm. have a potential for there to be some form of an e eclipse event occurring um, uh, in their particular uh, uh, state. Okay. Now, it can occur possibly anywhere else, okay? but one of the things is another one shows the eclipse energy going from north to south, okay? And in that particular image, Jackie, I'm really, really starting to become concerned with the middle part of the country, okay? Because if you notice, that's where these lines are going to intersect. So Nebraska, um, uh, Kansas, um, Missouri, um, that particular area, but all of the states that go straight down, which is basically from Houston on up, okay, um, uh, through Minnesota, okay, um, also can be very, very strongly affected by this, okay. I also suggest strongly, I'm sure he probably does not listen to the show, but if one of his staffers actually does, Donald Trump should be nowhere around <laughs> this area. The reason being is that the eclipse um, and... Um, I will get into the specific, specifics of a Leo eclipse in just a second. But this eclipse lands 
exactly, Jackie, on Donald Trump's ascendant. Okay? The ascendant is the vehicle or, you know, in in, um, horary astrology, if you're asked the house question, okay, one of the first things that you look at, Jackie, is that you're going to look at um, uh, the ascendant and the ruler of the ascendant, okay, to see how the person is physically doing in regards to their, um, uh, in regards to their well-being, okay. Um, uh, I would, I, I strongly recommend if Donald Trump, I may think that you're an ass, okay, and I really don't like you, and I don't think that Jackie feels any highly higher about you, okay, but do not go. <laughs> we don't want to see bad things happen to people. That's all I'm saying. Um, anyways, um, Jackie, the interesting thing, and this is where you're going to start to get chills, um, this particular eclipse um, strongly is first of all it's a solar eclipse which usually has to do with heads of states solar has to usually do with the political stage or the world stage jackie lunar tends to deal with the emotional or personal okay, okay. um uh, so sun you know a solar eclipse which is an eclipse of uh the moon o- moving over the sun okay um and making the sun black okay and, and remind That's me solar. when is this eclipse again it's the 20 21st of august okay Almost a birthday. It's between our birthdays. Um, now, a Leo eclipse is um, known to bring an ascent, means something new, to royals, leaders, men of power, um, executive and governmental heads, and possibly the threats of death or the overthrow of such leaders. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that this is exactly conjunct Donald Trump's ascendant. Hmm. An eclipse um, uh, in a fire sign, which is Leo, usually brings forth sensational types of events, um, uh, excessive heat. So at this time, also, Jackie, that you know, the middle part of this country may be going through a drought, or that there may be some severe weather conditions that occur um, there. Also, interestingly enough, that there may be issues in regards to fires in California, so make note of that, okay? Um, uh, the other thing here is, is because this is summertime, watch P- Puerto Rico um, and um, Hispaniola, that's the thing next to Puerto Rico on the map, um, may be influenced by hurricanes, okay, because Saturn is there, okay? Also, Jackie... From Florida on up straight through Michigan, mm-hmm. we need to watch this summer in regards to floods because it's Neptune. And you remember the last time that Neptune went through Detroit, it's going through it again. Mm. The last time, you lost your blue shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst many other things. Amongst many other things, but the blue shoe was the highlight. Um, it was uh, what you celebrated. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I celebrated. Then I bought her a new Kindle because I felt bad. <laughs> the um so that Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> so um with this particular um eclipse also, Jackie, that there's uh, chances for fires, um, a lack of rain. Um, I'm worried more about droughts than anything else. Fevers, um 
movements of armies, hmm. um, imprisonments, um, religious disputes. <laughs> um, and there was one that I found interesting, um, uh, and I believe this was in uh, a book called Eclipses, um, the destruction of cud-chewing animals. I just had to write that down for the humor. <laughs> the destruction. So that's cows, I think. Um, do you know of any other animals that chew their cud? You know, I'm, I really haven't tracked that in my life. So I if think a maybe cow event do, happens next know. summer, we're going to freak the f- out. You know, like if there's like a huge outbreak of mad cow disease, you know. <laughs> Jackie will call me up and say, Storm. I may have only believed 99% of the time with that astrology stuff, but now that there's mad cow disease, I'm a full believer. I'm joining the cult. (laughs) You know I already joined it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interestingly, Jackie, in the eclipse chart, now these these maps here are are astrophotography maps, okay? Um, And it's where I lay the chart basically over a map, okay? Uh Um, a, A real map. Now, in the actual eclipse chart, Jackie, um, the eclipse is going to land in the ninth house. Um, And Mars is involved, and it is uh, in the book Mundane Astrology by um, uh, Michael Bajant, Nicholas Campion, and Charles Harvey. And I'm about to synthesize all of this stuff in a second. Good, because it's um, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, Basically, um, uh, what... This states is that this is a fierce combination, often leading to explosions of various kinds. Okay, that's one of um, the interpretations of that nature. The other one, which is states that it can at times be a positive combination um, for peace treaties and long-lasting agreements and settlings. Now, what may be positive in regards to my political beliefs may be negative toward yours, and what may, may be positive for your political beliefs may be negative towards mine, okay? Um, so this eclipse, Jackie, is going to do a couple of things, okay? Number one, it's the sign of Leo. We're going to be very self-focused because Leo has to do with our own self-expression, um, uh, which when you add a lot, you can see why I'm calling this, Jackie, 2017, the war on relationships. There's way too much me, me, me stuff in these charts. Okay, it's almost like self-will gone wild. Um, uh, and also, with this particular um, eclipse especially, okay, we really have to look at basically what it is that we're creating. Um, you know, what are we creating in our lives? How are we expressing ourselves? What is our creation? You know, our children are a symbol of what we create, okay? Um, if you take a look at your children's lives, that is in essence a picture or a snapshot of what you've been creating, um, for good or for ill. Um, Wait, I, I couldn't understand that last word. For good or for ill. Okay. Um, uh, but it is an emblem of what it is that you, you, you know, your children are your creations. Um, and I think everything else, whether our business, the blogs that we write, um, the way that we handle ourselves throughout the day, whatever it is that we create, okay, um, is emblematic. And I think that with an eclipse in Leo, Jackie, especially at 29 degrees, which is a karmic degree, mm-hmm. we really need to look at what it is that we've created. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's that fate. Yeah. So again, and it's again, that's the fate turn of the wheel of the year. I'm not wheel of the year, the wheel of fortune. 
it, it is. It circles it. it. It really is. And I think that oftentimes, Jackie, and I think that this is where I want to bring you in because it's, you're great for this type of stuff. Um, Thank God I'm good for something. Yeah, Keep yeah, going. You're great Thanks. for this kind of stuff. Um, uh, you, you excel at what I'm about to talk about. A lot of times I think, Jackie, that a lot of people get to a particular point in which they become reflective enough to look at what they've created. And they may have created a mess or they may not have created enough, okay? And I think a lot of times people use that as the defeatist type of moment, okay? They then feel defeated and and, and think that they can't go on and they, they can't continue, and they can't make a particular change in regards to their lives. Um, and I think that an eclipse is a wake-up call. It's something that we notice out there in the sky. You know, you can't escape it. If you happen to be awake on August the 21st, at 2017 at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, you know, um, all the way to uh, 1030 in the morning on the West Coast, you're going to notice this eclipse, okay? It's noticeable. You're going to see it. Um, What do you think about, Jackie? There's, you know, people that are going through struggles. um, Of course, you and I both believe that struggles are opportunities, Right. Um, uh, what do you think that people should do rather than take a defeatist attitude? When you, you know, it's it's an amazing opportunity to let go of what you don't like, of what you've created. For instance, so it, during this eclipse, it's it gives you a clear picture. What did I do? What what happened? You know. What did I create? And then you get to choose whether it's a keeper or or get rid of it. And, and I think that's the hardest thing that we have to deal with is getting letting go of what's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to. We want to we want to keep fussing with it and fussing with it, but really you're just throwing good money after bad, mm-hmm. um, or good energy after bad. So it's we have a hard time letting that go, and um, and especially if it's. You know, and even so, relationships, no matter who that relationship is with. Um, but, um, you know, one of the things that we were talking about last show and it's bringing stuff to mind this show is that um, that familial relationship, I think, is really going to be challenged next year. I, I think we're seeing it challenged uh, late this year, mm-hmm. but with the um, um, Jupiter and... Pluto and um, <clears throat> let's see, uh, and Uranus, <clears throat> all that. I don't know. It's just my intuition is calling that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you? I, it's it's an opportunity to go to get that clear picture, that clear snapshot, and then you can make plans. And sometimes it's it hurts, but it hurts at just the right point and just the right moment and just the right amount. We can say, I with a clear conscience can move out of my way mm-hmm. um, and, and, and work with it that way. And I think that all of, every astrological event, I think, is an opportunity, every one of them. We've been talking about this for five years. You know, and this is also a new moon. This eclipse is also a new moon. Um, and it's also an opportunity, I think, that people that feel that they haven't created – or that they haven't done anything that's given them, uh, you know, any sense of, um, uh, uh, you know, 
a foundation or security or anything of that particular nature, okay? Um, I think that this is very much um, uh, having to do um, with that, that this gives them that opportunity, basically, to begin to start to make uh, creation um, and to begin to start to create something in their lives. Um, so it is, you know, for me that this is all um, – extremely, extremely, Jackie, um, you know, important stuff um, because it gives people the ability, you know, this is about self-expression. It's about becoming who you are um, in many ways, okay? And I think that this is this eclipse is kind of a wake-up call for people to really look at what they believe in and, and, and what they want to create in regards to the future. Hmm. So you're saying the eclipse is going to be a really great time to get that clarity on what you're going to what's next? I, I, I think so. Of course, you know um, the, the front pages of the newspapers are probably going to be uh, you know utter disasters. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I I think that this is going to be an, an opportunity to really um, you know for us to really begin to start to push forward. Well, and it, what you said something interesting the. The um, newspapers are going to say something different. I also think there's going to be, and now you'll have to, mm-hmm. and now you'll have to start creating something new for yourself because we're going to continue to see um, um, standard culture breakdown. I, I think also, Jackie, and I don't mean this with any form of disrespect to a lot of people, but I think that a lot of people are extremely passive in regards to their lives, and they're still living a 1950 life in their head. Um, uh, and uh, basically, um, one of uh, you know the things that I think that a lot of people have expected is for things to absolutely remain the same. Okay. Um, you know, for life to just kind of occur and they can go through it, you know, Monday through Friday, um, day to day in the same sort of way and not make any form of personal changes. And, yes, that may be a little bit sound for for many people, and it may be something, I guess, that we may aspire to. Um, But it's not the 1950s anymore. And, you know, most people are going to have to change jobs and retrain and, you know, take control of their lives. And I think that that is the difference. I think that right now in in this epoch in history, Jackie, I think that the the gods are screaming, you're going to have to take control of your own lives. Politicians aren't going to fix it. The Pope isn't going to fix it. Jackie Smith isn't going to fix it. Storm Sestivani isn't going to fix it. We may give you some tools, but we're not going to fix it. You're going to have to do it yourself. You can't find a redeemer. You're going to have to be your own redeemer. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the force of 2017. Yes. So... You know that's the that's the extreme amount of uh, uh, you know eclipse energy with that. You know Leo is stating the thing that I need to create the most is myself, and how much of me has been an amalgamation. Um, uh, you know it is kind of the um, the myth of Leo, um, which I know very well. Um, you know, it, it has to, at the end of the day, the thing that you create the most, that is going to be the most important to you through the course of a lifetime, is going to be you. Yeah. And are you happy or unhappy with it? And I think that that's what we have to look at. Well, it's really interesting. Um, 
as you are, I think we forget to look at that, as you are in the process of creating you. We are always in the process of creating ourselves. Correct. Are you happy with it or not happy? Right. It's like you are the painting. Are you happy with where this painting is going, or do you need to change course, change mediums, pick a different theme? You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it's over and over, and I think that one of the things about the election in general, Jackie, that I think has been, um, and and the whole part of 2016, okay, has been this need to find something out there, okay, that is going to fix us so that we can avoid being here. Right. You know, if, if Bernie Sanders gets the nomination, you know, Things might become better and happy in my life, and you know all of the, the political corruption might be removed, and my life might be happier. If Hillary Clinton is elected, you know my rights as a woman or um, my rights as a uh, as a minority may still continue to be valid. Um, and if Donald Trump is elected, the world may go back to 1950. I mean, you, you know, there is. This, if you think about all of it, Jackie, and you start to pull them apart, what they're all looking for is some form of redemption and some form of person to fix things for us. And it's not going to happen. You're going to have to fix it yourself. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And life sucks sometimes. <laughs> Nobody promised you a rose garden except Lynn Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I think she sang that. Um, uh, I met her during a filming of uh, Psychic Friends Network infomercial. She hosted like one show that lasted like five three, five minutes. I mean, they got rid of it fast. It was that bad. But um, uh, but basically, um, uh, you, you know, sometimes bad things happen to good people, and you have to decide whether or not that you're going to to live with it and 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 change and and make the most out of it, and ask how it's going to be a learning experience for you. Or you become eaten up by it, one or the other. Right. Which leads us to Jupiter and Scorpio. Um, Ooh. In October, Jupiter is going to leave Libra and move into the sign of Scorpio. Now, for Jackie and I, it will be very good because Scorpio rules our second house, which is money, and Jupiter expands. Um, so all of you with Libra rising out there, one-twelfth of the population, <laughs> give or take, <laughs> you're good, financially you're going to do well. <laughs> and your values are going to expand. It's exa- things are going to be fine. But Jupiter again, Jackie, um, and this is going to give you another key, which you're going to love. Um, Jupiter, again, is how we renew faith in life. Um and Scorpio is the hidden depths, the unconscious, um, forces that are um, underneath reality. Um, it's what's really guiding the show. It, you know, if you think about the, 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 the sign of Scorpio, um, it's a water sign, first of all. Um, and uh, it, it has a lot to do with our biology and our connections to faith. Here we are again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and our connection to a world that we absolutely have no control over, but seems to be governing the things behind the scenes. Now, when Jupiter moves into Scorpio, I think that the challenge, Jackie, is going to be finding um, hope and inspiration with each deep experience that we kind of encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking at the shit in our lives, forgive the term, 
um, uh, and uh, and finding out what can I learn out of this? What what, what how can I use this experience to be helpful? Hmm. Um. And it's looking at events and patterns um, as uh, what goes around the wheel. Again, we're back at the wheel of fortune again. You know, what, what, you know, the wheel may be turned. Out. The one thing that's guaranteed, Jackie, is that although the the way that the wheel is turning may suck for you at the moment, when it turns again, it may be a little bit better. It's what it looks like. I'm looking at the yeah. eclipse, and then I'm looking at um, Venus in retrograde, and I'm looking at um, Jupiter conjunct. Um, Oh, what the hell? What did you say? Jupiter conjunct all the other aspects. Yeah. It's it's um it's a roller coaster ride next year. It is. Um, and and, and what are we going to learn through them? You know, this one I think is very very significant. It happens in October, so we're going to have to go through most of the year without this. Um, uh, and our relationships, at least for the first ten months, are going to be crazy as heck. Okay. Um, uh, and a lot of marriages are probably not going to last. Um, uh, a lot of relationships may not last through. Um, the first part of next year. Um, uh, the reason being because all of the intention and the pus and the poisons are going to rise to the surface. Um, and you can either deal with it productively or destructively, one or the other. Um, and unfortunately, um, hopefully not the members of the people that listen to this show, but a lot of people choose destructively um, or choose no decision at all, which makes things destructive. Um, mm-hmm. But with Jupiter in Scorpio, it's about, you know, Things may may suck, and I may be, you know, bunkered down in the bathroom, and the sewer is backed up. <laughs> um, you, you know, and there's no fresh water, and I don't have a bar of soap. But how do I make the most of this? Right, and so the Jupiter and Scorpio gives you the opportunity to make the most of it. Yeah, if you ever think about, and it, and and it is more prevalent. Um, when you're a child, and of course I, you know, because I had a very rough childhood, I did this probably a lot more than most, but if you think about it, Jackie, whenever you were in a situation as a child, I would say under 13, that sucked. It was really bad. You know, your Nintendo was taken away from you. Um, uh, You know, it was really bad. Um, uh, uh, You know, and now you're punished and you're grounded and you can't leave the house for two weeks. Life freaking sucks. You're there in your bedroom, Jackie, and immediately what your mind starts to do is it starts to move towards the future. In other words, it starts to move into what is going to happen once I'm out of this bathroom with the backed up sewage and no soap and sooner or later that this is going to come to an end and what is the wonderful things or the things that I have to look forward to. Going to the store and buying some damn soap. <laughs> you know, and you start listing things out. And this is, that's Jupiter. Gotcha. Jupiter provides us with wisdom, um, not in a Saturnian sort of way, but it's the wisdom of um, potential and possibility. If you work hard enough at it, you're going to succeed. Um, uh you know, um, uh, you, you know, take this course so that you learn something else. If I go to that weekend retreat at the, um, Coventry Creations at the Candle Magic classes, you know, it, it's that one thing that's going to inspire you and keep you moving. Because without inspiration, I think that we're dead. Mhm. Right. So, what do you think about having to find the most out of the depths? Um, I think that some people can get lost in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
they might get lost in the depths um, because that's where it's. I, I see the potential of escapism um, in, in that, um, but uh, I think it's an amazing opportunity. Um, what candles would you use, Jackie, to find your way out of the dark? Um, you know, what's really interesting is that um, I would I would pull in. Honestly, I kind of would pull in some of the grief because the the, the grief candle, the affirmation candle, because what that does, um, and the spiritual cleansing works similar, and um, same with the um, helping hand, is it is it helps lift the overwhelming emotions that you have going on, mm-hmm. and it lifts them away from you so that you can breathe again. So you really we release. We release grief, we release tension, we release stress right into our own auras. I mean, that's so when we're releasing these these emotions, they go through our body chemically, and then they become ether, and then they kind of go through our aura. Um, but we hang on to them because there's a weird adrenaline that happens. There's there's um uh, it's it makes sense for a minute. Um, and we, I think we fall in love or get enamored with our grief and with our pain because um, they feed something within us. Well, the grief candle, same with the spiritual cleansing candle, what that does is that as this, this energy moves through your aura, it helps you release it all the way, mm-hmm. let go of that, um, so that you c- there's parts of it that you need to hang on. You need to hang on to the lesson. You need to hang on to um, the the clarity um, the me- a positive memory. You don't you don't have to throw both out, and then let go of the um, the pain. Because mm-hmm. we can we can still remember pain, without having to um, without having to to stay in um, stay in the experiencing of it. There is the interesting thing with with Jupiter and Scorpio, Jackie, is that. Um, I've looked through um, certain dates as because it happens every 12 years, um, uh, 12 to 13 years. Um, is that when you go back, you know? So the last time was mm, 2004. Um, the time before that would have been, of course, you know, 91. Um, uh, there's always a huge resurgence in the self-help industry um, whenever um, Jupiter goes into Scorpio. And I think that uh, finding out the value in or secret meanings um, of events and circumstances in regards to our life or that aha moment or the, um, uh, uh, you know, my life sucks because I'm just finally realizing that my father was an alcoholic. Um, you know, the, uh, I, and, and how do I get out of that? You know, and I start attending um, uh, ACA meetings. You know, that there is a, 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 uh, an extreme shift in regards to self-help um, mm-hmm. at that particular point. So it's going to be interesting, I think, um, seeing, you know, what's going to happen through the end of 2017 through 2018 when Jupiter is in Scorpio, uh, basically how people are going to respond. Um, if you think about the biggest, I think, beginning of the 
new age, which I think corresponded with um, uh, the uh, uh, the um, onslaught of the self-help industry in the late 80s, early 90s. I think that that gives us a good glimpse. Hmm. And I think that that's going to come back. And if you think about it, it was a particular time in the world, Jackie, in which things were also a little bit unsettled. And if you remember, um, interestingly enough, during the Reagan administration, they all thought he was going to bring us to war. Everybody thought, you know, Reagan was going to cause like World War Three, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was arguing with Gorbachev and uh, tear down this wall and um, all of this other stuff. Interestingly, he has no fire in his charge. Um, none. Hmm. Um, uh, so he wasn't necessarily, you know, so he was projecting all of that fire, um, and people were picking it up from him when actually that wasn't who he was at all. Um, uh, we don't even know if he was there, actually. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, there was, during times of difficulties and times of struggles, there seems to be a renaissance of self-help. Yes, you're right, and which bodes well for us. Um, yeah, which may be why we have Jupiter going through our second house. <laughs> <laughs> it brings stuff into balance, what can I say? Um, but um, I I guess um, with all of this going on and, and with what, what I would do is it, it in the riding of the roller coaster ride, it's like what what is your go-to energy? What is your go-to magic? What is your go-to... Um, meditation, spiritual development that will keep you sane and and become one with that. If that is doing deity work, if that is reading tarot all the time, if that is burning your candles, which is you know what I recommend, and just continue continue to to go in the direction you need to go, mm-hmm. um, and get amazing at it for yourself. And, and not, not even get amazing, maintain your amazingness, because you're going to need this while you're riding the wheel, while you're riding the roller coaster ride. You're going to need your anchor, and anchors only work if you use them, if you practice them, if you understand um, when to pull them up and ride the waves and when to anchor down. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to get really good at this. The final thing that is going to happen next year um, is. Saturn is going to move out of Sagittarius, um, and it's going to move, and this happens in December, um, and into Capricorn. Um, And Saturn rules Capricorn. And um, Saturn, of course, is an interesting planet because it's... You know, you often hear things about Saturn returns, and, you know, it's kind of a frustrating planet because it uh, makes you wake up and face reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be the karmic slapdown in many ways. Um, and it is during Saturn's transit through the sign of Capricorn, which lasts two and a half years, that it will conjoin Pluto. Um, uh, but my concern in regards to this one, and this is really the one that I'm the most concerned with, um, uh, Saturn um, in Capricorn tends to bring about a very conservative mindset. Um, 
Capricorn is very earthy. It has to do with social hierarchy. Um, and one of the notes that I... That is uh, so conservative. Oh, yeah. my God. I just started... When you said Saturn and Capricorn, I got lost for a minute going, oh, my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, even if you know what Saturn means, basically, and Capricorn, you know, um, you Saturn go, oh, Capricorn, my... Capricorn, you yeah. are the most rule-oriented, mm-hmm. annoying person in the known universe. And when you add the rule planet to it, these are the boundaries, these are the rules, these are the obligations, these are your structures. Um, this is what you must do. Um, it, it can be. We're going to see a lot of that. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, what I had wrote on my notes, Jackie, is, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's the planet that says, you know what? You need to stay in your own damn lane. Don't venture out. Right. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're not of this particular class or sect. Stay in your own damn lane. You're the maid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and I think that this labeling things, Jackie, um, when Saturn is in Capricorn, which will last until 2021. Okay. Okay, wait. When does it start? December. Okay. It will th- then last until, excuse me, 2020. Um, the end of 2020. Um, so two and a half years. Um, and I think that during, and, and this is why I'm saying it's difficult for me to see this. And I should have thought about this beforehand, and, and I apologize to everybody for it. But when I think about this now, and of course hindsight is 50-50, okay? You can Monday morning quarterback anything. Or 2020, as yeah, it were. Yeah, 50-50 in this case. <laughs> <laughs> 50 for him and 50 for her. <laughs> right. Um, uh, the, uh, the um, uh, you know, I can't see the, her being able to embody this particular type of energy. You know, this is suck it up, buttercup. Life sucks. Um, you do what it is that you need to do, and you get up in the morning and you go to work and you don't have a choice. Um, in many ways, um, Saturn in Capricorn is kind of like being in the military um, uh, when you get down to the, to, to the imagery. And if you think about people in the military, Jackie, their lives are so structured and rigid. Mm-hmm. This is when you go to work. This is when you go home. These so this is this is travel. concerning me because with, with what you said is that um, – Okay, so we we are potentially having emotional wars with mm-hmm. uh, Venus being in in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially financial wars, um, a lot of different. Um, then we go into the eclipse in August, mm-hmm. which is a lot of unrest, and then Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn, where we're going to have to live by much stricter rules. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you can begin to paint in broad strokes. What can begin to occur? Um, extreme financial difficulties that force us into that. Um, yeah. uh, you know, a recession could force us into that. Um, uh, uh, war could force us into that. A lot um, of people are definitely talking about um, recession. Yeah. Getting hit hard with recession. Um, uh, you, you know, uh, other countries, here is another way, Jackie. Other countries. Closing the doors, building their own walls, mm-hmm. not wanting to have anything to do with us, isolating us. Um, uh, you know, there are more of them than there is us, and this is what I think that uh, you know we tend to look at things through American 
um, America has a Sagittarius rising, and um, that's the cowboy. You know, it's John Wayne. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And when I meet the president of Mexico out in the middle of the road and we have our gun feud, I'm going to win. Um, you know, it's that type of mentality. Americans embody that. Um, uh, and um, sometimes that's not tasteful for the rest of the world that has different charts. Mm-hmm. And their countries are ruled by different things, and they look at things in a different sort of way. And if you think about it, Jackie, if um, you know, we tend to think of ourselves as, um, you know, who Foghorn Leghorn is. Yeah, yeah. We that's, <laughs> say, that's, say, that's, say. that's Americans. You know, we're Foghorn Leghorn. You know, sooner or later, the little chickens may decide that they're going to go roost somewhere else. And then what happens? Mm-hmm. You know, um, the only way that you're significant and important is if people are placing that particular importance upon you. If you're no longer important to them, you're irrelevant. And if you become irrelevant, what does that do as a nation? You know, so you can begin to start to paint many scenarios in which, um, you know, I, I, I don't know whether I agree with it or not, or not. I tend to try to look at things more metaphysically. I know a lot of astrologers are predicting that we probably won't make it through four years of Donald Trump as um, a full country. That there may either begin to be either the fracture or the split, and we eventually become uh, two nations. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, what that would look like, who knows, but, um, uh, but a lot of, but when you start to look at this energy and this establishing order and Saturn, Pluto, Jackie is, you know, you know, one of the largest indicators of it was Nazi Germany. Um, uh, you know, it's this very dark. Saturn, Pluto or Saturn? Saturn, Pluto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which will happen in 2020. Um, Saturn is. Um, our fears and Pluto is obsessions and when you combine those particular ideals together it's not pretty interesting yeah and it's extremely paranoid um, so it you know that's why I'm saying we're entering into a new particular cycle I, th- I, I think that the best way and I'm sure that you would agree with this um, Jung felt that um, in extreme forms of economic and political turmoil, the only thing that you can do is to crawl deep within yourself and build yourself an anchor. And the only way that you can build yourself that anchor is becoming more of who you are, making the choice, because it is through that that you can change the world. If I change me, I can change the world. Hmm. If you change you, you can change the world. If you become a better Jackie and I become a better Storm, um, the world can be a little bit better. And if a lot of people focus on that, we can transform things. In Kabbalah, we call that Messiah. Okay. Which is, um, you know, in Christian um, theology, of course, they believe that the Messiah was already born. In Jewish-based theology, we do not. Um, And we believe Messiah or a better place, Jackie. Um, uh, the kingdom to come um, has not come yet, okay? And it will come sooner or later, or it may not ever come. You know, it may be just an ideal. Um, uh, but the kingdom um, uh, the kingdom to come doesn't have to do with when you're dead. It has to do with the world you create tomorrow. Hmm. 
in the world to come. You know, you will see it all in the Bible. You know, in the world to come. You know, and a lot of you know Christian theologians um, look at that, and you know, especially the fundamentals look at that as when you're in heaven. Okay, it doesn't have anything to do with heaven. It has to do with tomorrow, because that's what you're going to create today. And I think that that's our path through it. And I th- I don't know of any candle combination um, to deal with Saturn and Capricorn. I really don't. Um, Except to um, find joy and lighten yeah. up. Possibly. And maybe add a little bit of fire to it because it's the opposite element of Earth. Right. Um, uh, you know, and try to stay inspired by something. Um, and it may be why, you know, we have Jupiter in, in, in Scorpio at the same time. Things may get very dark, and how do we find something good out of it? Not sure. And for some people, things may be going wonderful and dandy, and this is what they wanted all along, and hooray and hallelujah. And I may have this job making $6 an hour um, at the plant, but you know what? I might get a retirement package for $6 an hour. It's lovely, and I like that. <laughs> You might, or you might not. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's yeah. So really, that when you get to the Saturn and Capricorn, I think what you have to do is you have to look at um, how how this is landing, how this is affecting your chart and you, mm-hmm. um, before you get into um, uh, what exactly you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it, 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 uh, you do need to look at that, and I recommend if anybody starts to go through troubles, of course, you know, get an astrological consultation, um, either with me or somebody else. Um, but um, uh, but this is but this is extremely difficult energy, and it's going to be really difficult. The next four years are going to be really difficult for anybody that was born between 1981 and 83, because they have a natal Saturn Pluto in their charts. And it will be very difficult for anybody born between 46 and 48. They have a natal Saturn Pluto in their charts. And when it happens up in the heavens, Jackie, and you have it in your chart, it activates your chart. So so Saturn, wait, so how does the Saturn Pluto, I, I must have missed in our conversation. Okay. So Saturn Pluto versus Saturn and Capricorn. Okay. Saturn and Pluto happens in 2020, but it's a major, major configuration that happens very rarely. Maybe you, you may see two of them um, in your lifetime. You and I saw the last one in the early 80s. We weren't old enough to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, and this one here. That's how far apart they are. Okay, um, uh, And because Pluto is moves slowly through sometimes – some signs and fastest through others. It's like a um, a 35 to, I believe, Jackie, a 60-year period that it can happen. Okay. But between 81, the last time it happened was in the 40s, so that's 40 years um, between them. Um, so a good bit of distance between um, Saturn and Pluto conjoining, okay? Um, who are going to be affected the most are going to be cardinal-signed people or people who have major influence – Raise your hand, Jackie Smith. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, who have cardinal sign influences in their charts. So Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Also, anybody that has a natal Saturn-Pluto in their chart, a conjunction, okay, which is the people born between 82 and 84 and the people born between 46 and 48. Okay. 
okay, it's really going to trigger those groups of people heavily. If you think about the 46 to 48 people, honey, that's Donald Trump. Yeah, true. That was Hillary Clinton. You know, the um, it is our, you know, the people that we let rule um, this country who are older. You know, it's it's them, um, uh, you know, in many ways. And then it is the, let me just, 2017 minus, let me go, no, 20, I'm going to go with 2020. Okay. 20 minus 1982. So it will be people that right now, Jackie, are in their mid-30s. Okay. So, um, you know, these are going to be people that this is going to highly, highly influence, um, uh, probably in different sorts of ways because they're in different generation periods. Um, uh, but, you know, it's going to influence them. And, and I think that the only thing that I can offer in regards to Saturn and Capricorn is it's going to be a time in which we're going to have to really be rooted in who we are. And there's going to be a lot of babies that are born at that time between 2017 and 2020 that will have natal Saturn Capricorn. Hmm. So, um, I know you're trying to find it. <laughs> I know, like I'm trying to connect, connect the dots, but um... the, the the dots are easily easy to connect it through this. The first thing that's going to go up in smoke is relationships. <laughs> so I'm just trying to connect the the the, the Pluto Capricorn. Thing, so. Well, Pluto is in Capricorn right now, and all of the stuff that you see, Jackie, in regards to government. You kept saying, you, oh, I'm sorry, I was confusing, because like, you were talking about the Saturn. Saturn is moving into Capricorn. Pluto's already there. Okay. Pluto and Saturn will come together in the sign of Capricorn. Oh, now I'm understanding. Okay. They will conjoin, conjunct in the sign of Capricorn. They will both be there. Jupiter also will be there, which expands it, makes it bigger. So, okay, now I understand how it all I, I get it now. Okay, okay. So you have Pluto and Capricorn right now. The way that it seems to be to be occurring, Jackie, and the way that it seems to be manifesting in the world is everywhere around the world. We're getting very sick and tired of government that no longer works for the people. Mm-hmm. You've seen it with Brexit. You've seen it with the United States. You've seen it with some other countries. You've seen it in regards to the disintegration in 2008. Jackie is when Pluto moved into Capricorn, okay, um, and it coincided with the financial collapse. Gotcha. Um, so we're starting to see things in regards to um, uh, the, the changing and the amputating of the structures that we all live by, okay? And a lot of times, in order for that full change to take a flat fact, you need a draconian smackdown. You know what's interesting, though? What? When you were talking about that, now I'm I'm understanding a little bit more. Like if we were to, I know um, Pluto is an outer planet, so it it, it affects the bigger picture. Um, but as you were talking about that, if we were to to turn off the the bigger picture, and just look at what you can do with this in your own life, holy mackerel, can you get some shit done? Yeah, Saturn and Capricorn loves to get to work on it. It loves. And to... so, so what I'm looking at, <coughs> excuse me, with this is that. If in next December you want to start a major project or you want to um, start improving yourself or form new habits, this is the time when that's going to that can potentially happen. Yes, there is a very positive dimension of Saturn and Capricorn. Um, uh, you know, um, it is a point in which 
you can really come to a point in which you can claim your own authority over your life, okay? Um, uh, and you can begin to take steps and move in a particular direction that builds you the foundation and the structure that you need, okay? Um, Saturn has its own laws. And a lot of its laws are what we don't like. As a, Americans don't like Saturn's laws. Saturn says you have to work hard. And if you get up in the morning and you work all the way, all day and night, and you quit worrying about partying with your friends and buying yourself a damn Lexus that you don't really need, and you quit going out and buying all that expensive gourmet food, and you eat yourself a damn apple, you may become successful. Right. And things may be boring for you, but what are you willing to give up and sacrifice to get what it is that you want? Sadly, not of people are willing to give up a lot. Hmm. And it has to do with our cultural inheritance of believing that our lives are blessed. So now I'm understanding this a little bit better. So, and and it may be that, you know, looking at how all this might come about, who knows how all this is going to come yeah. about, and and how it's going to affect us. So it could be a, a positive sign where okay we're 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 in the middle of this cultural shift and we're all ready to dig in you have to paint with really broad strokes when you're working with this stuff collectively you mm-hmm. know, which is um why i try to bring it down to the personal and and really look at how do i apply this to my own life otherwise it, and i will tell you i can guarantee you jackie the collective is not going to be damn pretty okay how do you bring this down to your life yeah now i don't really know can- what is going to happen but it's not going to be pretty a friend of mine, as I'm having, you know, a meltdown about things, she looked at me and she goes, so what can you affect? What can you affect in your life? What can you do? Because you can't go to Washington and smack down idiots. And and they might be idiots to you but not idiots to somebody else. So you exactly. you, you can't, you know, that's not what you can do. You You're not going to be able to change minds of people all over the world, all over the country, I should say. So what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, crap, you're right. Yeah. You change your own world. And right. you, ch- you change who you are on the inside. And here is the thing. What we don't know, Jackie, is, is this. We don't know whether or not the change – what we know that – that if we tend to look at life in a much more optimistic sort of way, we will tend to see it in, an op- in a more optimistic sort of way. Um, but if we change our lives and you build, you know, it, it, if you decide while Saturn is in Capricorn that you're going to build your own business and it ends up being a multi-million dollar business, then it becomes irrelevant who is the damn president. Right. It becomes irrelevant. Um, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, uh, you, you know, and I think that the lesson in that is, is what are you going to build? And I think that the eclipse screams that. What are you going to build in regards to your life that makes you an individual, unique person who is in complete control of their own particular life rather than allowing life to control them? Yeah. And if you're so focused on what they're doing in Washington – and you're so fearful of that. I've seen an article today, Jackie, that said that um, there are people that are taking final exams, college students, that are flipping out and can't take them because of the results of the election. Yeah, I can see that. Um, And and they're having a hard time. Um, uh, The difficulty in regards to that, Jackie, is that they're now allowing Donald Trump to control their futures. 
are you going to do that or not? That is an excellent, excellent point. I'm not, personally. No. No. And um, you're not because I won't let you. <laughs> <laughs> so we all had to go. We all had to go to the place we had to go, and now we're now we're getting your brains back. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what you see. You will see. I think that you will see people become more interested and concerned in with real stuff while Saturn is in Capricorn. Um, I think that for the past two and a half years, we've all been dealing with you know what's going to happen tomorrow, um, which is very Sagittarian. Um, uh, you know, it's what's going to happen tomorrow. What do I perceive is going to happen tomorrow? What do I intuit is going to happen tomorrow? And it's probably going to be a bunch of crap that I'm not going to like, and I'm envisioning it and working myself up over it about it and screaming at people on Facebook about it and losing half of my friends list and my own dog doesn't even want to talk to me anymore in the morning. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, um, and we will shift from that, Jackie, to, okay, let's get to work. Right. What do I need to do? You know, remi- this reminds me of my kid. Who's um, a Capricorn. Who's a Capricorn. <laughs> and she's, she's a badass little Capricorn. And and she's the one who, you know, I, I'll, I'll say, oh, you know, you need a little money for pants or whatever. I'll here here's a couple of bucks. She goes, Okay, that's nice, but I'm actually gonna put this in my college fund instead and still not have pants. So <laughs> so she's very um following that whole process um of, of really building her future. Yeah, it 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 is I, I have a moon in Capricorn and so does your husband. Um uh you you know, the moon in Capricorn has a tendency to be very suspicious. Um, in many ways, and it often questions others' motives. Um, uh, and the reason being, Jackie, is that it's a form of self-protection. You know, Moon and Capricorn likes to protect itself regardless, you know, um, uh, 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 you know, and it's going to be emotionally distant at times and has a hard time expressing emotions because it's too overwhelming to let it get out of control. You know, th- this is how we are with the emotions. Stay in your life. <laughs> 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 keep keep your emotions to yourself. <laughs> no one's interested. Oh yeah. Yeah. Season. The but you know I I I think that 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 is the huge gigantic lesson. I think it will be the war on relationships next year. But I think that the underlying current is what are you going to do in your life now to make your own world? And your own world is your house, your family, your block. Um, you know what it is that you can actually affect a better place for you. Yeah. So that's kind of um, a positive note for yourself landing on that. It's like all the stuff that you're going to learn a lot about yourself and the way you process, and then you're going to bring it home in December. Yeah. Yeah, so it so it is favorable. And, and I think in many ways we need to be aware of the collective particular influences that are occurring in order to prepare ourselves for it. You know, I wouldn't recommend anybody go out and buy a lot of stuff right now. You know, if somebody was to come to me and say, oh, I want to buy a house next year, my answer would be no. <laughs> <laughs> or at least wait until the summer after Remus goes direct, you know, the um, and things are a little bit stabler. But um, uh, the first part, no. Um, um, I'm thinking about making a, a job change, and I've decided I want to be a basket weaver. No. Um, uh, you know, um, you may go through the process of learning to be a basket weaver, but through the first part of next year, you should keep doing what you're doing and be patient through the process. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now you can see why I thought that this was going to take two shows. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be an interesting year that we're we're jumping into. And actually, one of the things I was thinking, Storm, is is let's write, let's see what we can do, team up and write some of this stuff up, and um, maybe do, you know, because last year I did did the class of uh, as the candle burns, mm-hmm. and and you know gave people some really intense work to do. Well, I think you've got two hours of material now to do ca- as the as the candle burns. Right. Well, actually, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We, so take notes. Listen to it again and take notes. You, we you have know, this. Y- yeah. Listen to it again and take notes. I will have my. Um, I usually post it the week before the new year. I'll have my whole entire 2016, which is done a lot differently. Um, uh, posted online. I'm still editing it now. Um, uh, but it's 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 going to be fascinating. We're going to do it, though. We're going to do it. Yeah. I got, you know, and I've got so much good stuff coming up next year to to empower and to have fun, and and I think it's going to be needed. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely going to be needed, and and I think that people. Um, There's uh, going to be a lot of members of the witches' union. Let me tell you. <laughs> Which will be good until Saturn and Neptune kind of get away from each other, and nobody's going to care about a union. Yeah, but, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so work that while you can. <laughs> oh yeah, well a lot of witchery happening in this world. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, hey, you have a great New Year. Uh, you have a great New Year. Also, I'm sure that I'll talk to you before because we have to plan out the shows for the New Year. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, we can still wish, wish, each, wish each other wish Absolutely. each other a great New Year. Absolutely, you can have an amazing holiday season. I do have a number that I I, I spent. I was bored for a couple of hours last weekend, Jackie, and I went through and um, had to tabulate by hand because of the way that blog talk used to just give us all the numbers in front of our face. Now I have to tabulate things by hand, and that's really annoying me. Um, <laughs> but I do want to thank the 2,250,000 wow. wow. um, downloads of this show that has occurred over the past six years. Um, Jackie and I appreciate all of you that listen to our show and listen to some of our wacky ideas and maybe even some of our good ones. Um, uh, but it is because of you that Keep It Magic is on the air. And, and it is because of you guys who post on Facebook, I loved your show, um, and uh, or or tell us, you know, I listened to your show and I thought that that was amazing. Or, you know, you really got me thinking about this this particular episode. And, you know, Jackie, the people that have written to me, especially the men, Interesting. They have told me that, you know, them coming out about being sexually abused and my talking about it, which was my biggest fear, um, has changed them. That's that's an amazing, amazing thing. And um, it's because of all of them out there that continue to listen to us. And I get emotional on this episode every year. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's when the moon and Capricorn love to come out. Because um, tis the season, after all. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, all of that combined with an astro- astronomical number of 2,250,000 downloads. It's a little bit more, but I rounded down a little. Um, uh, and we hope that you all continue to enjoy the show in 2017 as well. Absolutely. I wish everyone a lovely holiday season, sane, 
enjoyable holiday season and an amazing new year. Yes, and cruise on over to www.keepitmagic.com. Again, that's www.keepitmagic.com. Um, uh, you can get all of your stuff for the new year, all of your candles, get everything ready um, so that you can take control on day one. So cruise on over there and do that. And, Jackie, what do they need to do in the meantime? They need to keep it magic. Speak life, everybody. We'll see you next year. I don't want a lot for Christmas 